on the UB Sports Network from Learfield, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold, presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB partners, Ad Pro Sports, ComDoc, by WGRZ Channel 2, Nike, Pepsi, by Town BMW, and by New Era Cap. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Monday in Western New York, and welcome to UB Football Insider. We are here every Monday at 5.30 at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road, Buffalo's original pizzeria. We are here to talk about and wrap up another big Bulls win on the road Saturday at Kent State and get you ready for homecoming, which comes up Saturday, a 3.30 start against the defending Mid-American Conference champions, the Western Michigan Broncos. My name is Paul Peck, head coach Lance Leipold, just wrapping up practice over at UB Stadium. He will be here for our second segment coming up on the show. We'll talk with Lance about the X's and O's and the breakdowns of a very impressive road performance for his team. We will preview Western Michigan. They've got some dynamic players that Coach will talk about. Then we turn it over to our player guest, and today it's uh, sophomore tight end Tyler Mabry. He'll be here to join us. He has become a big part of the Buffalo offense. We'll talk with Tyler, and then we'll take you around the MAC, let you know what the schedule looks like this week. But as always, we kick it off with our buddy Mr. Mack. Assistant Director for Athletic Communications, Brian Wolf, here to talk a little bit about what's going on in the MAC, Brian, what's going on in the MAC guys in the NFL, and certainly what's going on here as well in Buffalo. Yeah, well, I mean, our, our guy, Kareem Hunt, uh, he hasn't played yet. Yeah, he, he that's played, right. But he plays tonight, so, you know. Still we, leads the NFL in rushing, <laughs> even though he hasn't yeah, played the I fourth mean, game yet. You know, that's, he had such a large lead that, you know, all the other running backs, except for, you know, the opposition today, they all played yesterday, and, and Kareem Hunt still leading the league in rushing. He's got 401 yards. Uh, uh, I saw a stat before this week started. I, he, had, he had more rushing yards than I think 16 NFL teams did going into this past week. Um, you know, so he's a guy, and this is his first chance to be on that, that national stage, Monday Night Football, you know, the stage that all NFL players dream of being sure. on is playing in that, in that Monday Night Football game, and, and he'll have the opportunity to, to do that tonight and, you know, kind of show what, what everyone else has already seen, what people in the, in the MAC have seen. And, uh, you know, and, and really kind of show, showcase uh, Eric Fisher, too. You know, he'll right. get the opportunity, you know, in, in front of that offensive line to let Kareem Hunt do what it is that he does. Uh, yesterday, you know, another big day for, for our guy, Khalil Mack. He had seven tackles. He had two sacks. I mean, that's, that's four sacks, I think, in the last three games now for Khalil. So he's starting to turn things around. Tough day for, for Brandon Oliver, but really a tough day for, you know, everybody uh, on the L.A. Chargers. And uh, so, you know, it, it was still a, a good week for the Mac, and, they, you know, they, they got a big spotlight tonight with Kareem Hunt. Yeah, and, of course, that Kareem Hunt, Kansas City Chiefs, Washington Redskins game, Monday Night Football, as Brian mentioned, no better place to come watch it than here on the big screen out on the patio at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. You can still get your Iron Man cards, which if you get them and you come here to watch the NFL, you can redeem those for prizes throughout the rest of the season. So this is the place to come watch tonight's Redskins-Chiefs game. Well, Brian, you and I were talking about an interesting sort 
sort of subplot of, you know, every week we talk about the Mac guys in the NFL, and almost every team has a Mac guy, and we've rattled off some of the guys that are making headlines, Antonio Brown and, you know, Ben Roethlisberger. But what the filtering down of that effect is, is now you've got guys on the UB roster and all the other Mac school rosters who have players that they either played with played against that they can look up to and say hey that's what i need to do to get to the nfl yeah and not only that i think you have nfl front offices that realize hey there's some units that these teams are really good at you see what kareem hunt can do there's going to be a lot of nfl teams now that are going to be looking at running backs at toledo you know you look at the ub roster you you know you look at uh khalil hodge you know he's a different player than khalil mack but the NFL knows what defensive players at UB could do because of Cleo Mack. And you look on the on the offensive side of the ball and Brandon Oliver, and then you have Emmanuel Reed, who, do, who, you know, what he did on Saturday against Kent State with three touchdowns in the first half. And he, when you're talking about, he's a spinning image of Brandon Oliver. You know, that's a guy that's going to get some looks because they know what running backs were able to do at UB. And then tight ends, you know, uh, you know, uh, Mabry's coming on later. And Michael Redguy on the ESPN3 broadcast, he started, he called UB tight end university because of the success of Matt Weiser and Mason Streck the last couple of years. But I think when you look at those guys and the current guys on the UB roster worked under them, they worked with them, they were in position meetings with them, they kind of saw the work ethic it took to get to the NFL. And then, as I mentioned, you also have these front offices that know, hey, tight ends at UB are, are pretty good. You know, that's a position we should be watching out for. Yeah, I'm a little bummed because the Bills play at the Bengals this week, and Tyler Eifert, their outstanding tight end, has been hurt. Would have been a great opportunity to probably have seen Mason Shrek play. He suffered a knee injury in preseason, but an encouraging part of that is they have him on their injured reserve, which means they see enough in him that they want to make sure that he's around for next year. So so that's your update on Mason Shrek, and it's a little bit of a bummer that we didn't get a chance to maybe see him this weekend. But you're right. Uh, you know, uh, running backs and tight ends have sort of become the niche positions for the Bulls here. Yeah, you know, and, and, I'm, and I'm still waiting to see, I, I, maybe the pipe dream, I'm still kind of waiting to see the, what the Green Bay Packer running back situation is. I mean, they had a couple injuries on Thursday night. You know, there, there's a guy that uh, knows the offense pretty yes, well in James Starks, and you know, maybe uh, maybe he can get a little phone call, but I'm still waiting to see if that happens. Yeah, so once again, NFL guys are ripping it up from the Mid-American Conference around the NFL. And to Brian's point, you know, when you started, when you've had three picks in the top five of the last five, or top ten of the last five drafts is what I'm trying to say, th- there's no... There's no doubting that guys in this conference can play, and then that means the scouts are here to make sure that they don't miss the next one. Yeah, and, and they're all different positions. I mean, when you look at those those top five draft picks, you, you have you have Cleo Mack on the defensive end. You have Eric Fisher, uh, an offensive lineman. You have Corey Davis, a wide receiver. So it's it's all over the football or all over the football field that these these top five draft picks, top ten draft picks, are coming out of the conference and. I mean, we talk about it every week. I think front offices know what the Mid-American Conference guys can do, and you, and you have those veterans too, and Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown and guys and Antonio Gates, guys that have just been in the league, some guys that are going to find their way into Canton in a couple of years, one guy that just found his way into Canton and Jason Taylor. They, they know what, what the Mac can do, and I think there's, there's no surprise with the talent that you're seeing in the league this year. You know, I mean, you, know, you look at that game, uh, on Saturday, uh, Saturday against Kent State, I mean, Kent State, a very talented secondary, you know, 
uh, Demetrius Monday. That's a guy that's going to find his way More than in, likely, the, in yes. the NFL with, with some of the things that he's done. And then, of course, on the UB side, we've talked about it a lot. But guys that we know that we've watched day in and day out that we think would definitely have a chance to get into NFL camps and, and showcase for some from scouts. And we know scouts have been here already scouting some of the Bulls games. They were here in the preseason. We know there's going to be more scouts at the game against Western Michigan this uh, week because Western Michigan has a couple guys that may very well be the next, uh, at least one in Darius Phillips, might be the next number one draft choice out of the MAC. So the scouts are here, and that benefits the Bulls players. If the scouts are coming to see Darius Phillips, they're going to get to see Khalil Hodge and the rest of the guys on the Bulls team as well, too. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's how a lot of guys get get on film. I mean, that's a lot of times when you talk to coaches, that's how guys even get recruited. They're going to a high school to go see somebody else, and then next thing you know, this is the guy that kind of stands out for them, and that's how you kind of start a recruiting process with, with, with some individuals. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think all the players know when there's, when there's a scout or when there's multiple scouts uh, at a game or at a practice, and, and they want to showcase what they can do for these guys. All right, he is Mr. Mack, Brian Wolf, the Assistant Director of Athletic Communications at the University of Buffalo, always joins us for a little look around the Mac in our first segment. We want to remind you the UB football team is home this Saturday, October 7th, when they host the defending Mac champions, Western Michigan. Kickoff is at 3.30, but the excitement begins three hours prior with, when Stampede Square opens up, and then two hours before kickoff at 1.30, it's the Stampede Square concert featuring rock band better than Ezra so weather should be great again Bulls are playing great looking for four wins in a row Saturday at UB Stadium is the place for Western New York football fans to be when we return at least the place to be for them tonight is here at Santora's and when we return here UB head coach Lance Leipold joins us to talk about the win over Kent to preview the game against Western Michigan it is UB football insider and it continues right after this the UB football team returns to UB Stadium October 7th in a matchup versus defending MAC champions Western Michigan University. Kickoff is at 3.30. It's the annual homecoming game. So wear your blue and white and come cheer on your Bulls. For tickets, call 877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. Support the Blue and White Fund, the fundraising arm of UB Athletics, and help build a strong foundation for years to come. You can play a critical role in making UB New York's public powerhouse. Invest in excellence. Invest in the future. Invest in UB Athletics and our student-athletes. Log on to BullsBlueAndWhite.com for more information. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $295 per month. Only $295 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love our town. Attention Bulls fans now introducing the latest and greatest addition to UB Athletics, the TriPoint team of Keller Williams Realty. The TriPoint team serves the Western New York community with buying, selling, and investing in real estate. For all of your real estate needs, call the TriPoint team, the MVPs of real estate at 716-398-4425 or visit ubbulls.com slash TriPoint team. The TriPoint team, the official real estate partners of the UB Bulls. 
Bulls fans. Visit WNYAutoCare.com to locate the finest neighborhood auto repair shops in the Buffalo area. All of these independent and family-owned repair shops are held to the highest standards of training and use the best parts for each job. At all Western New York Auto Care shops, we make sure that every job is done in a friendly atmosphere and offer peace of mind with a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty. Click WNYAutoCare.com today to see what sets our auto repair centers apart from the competition. At Pepsi, we think it's important to celebrate stuff in life. Like when you text that really cute guy you met at a party on Friday, and he immediately texts you back, you celebrate with an ice-cold Pepsi. Or your friend turns on the radio, and your absolute most favorite new song just happens to be playing. That calls for a Pepsi, too. Because when you and your roommate order a pizza, and the delivery guy throws an extra breadsticks no charge... Break out the Pepsi. The UB football team returns to UB Stadium October 7th in a matchup versus defending MAC champions Western Michigan University. Kickoff is at 3.30. It's the annual homecoming game, so wear your blue and white and come cheer on your Bulls. For tickets, call 877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. Welcome back to UB Football Insider. We are at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. It is Buffalo's original pizzeria. We are live with UB Football Insider, now joined by Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. But first, want to tell you, as you heard, the promotion there for the homecoming game on Saturday at 3.30 against Western Michigan. Be sure to arrive to the game early. First 2,000 fans through the gates receive a Victor E. Bull bobblehead. Did you get one of those yet? No, I have not, Paul, but that's going to look great on your desk. Yes, it will. I can't wait. (laughs) All right. Well, we got to make sure coach gets one. Well, at this point, way things are going, coach, you kind of get anything you want these days. That's what happens Uh when your team wins three in a row. And it was another real gut check, hard fought, um, but kind of held, held, head held high win at Kent State on Saturday, 27-13. As you've let it soak in on the three-hour bus ride home and a couple of days since then, what jumped out at you about being able to go on the road and get your third straight win? Well, I think you hit on some of those. It was it was very difficult win. Um, you know, we got off to a good start again on, on some things, but, you know, gave up a couple big plays and opportunities. Momentum kind of goes back and forth and, then the second half, they drive all the way to the one-yard line. And then for our defense to, to come up with a goal line stand and then us to take the ball 99 yards. I, I don't know in the past couple of years if we were able to do those things. And uh, to, to see us be able to make that stop um, and then come out with confidence offensively, get get a penalty right off the start on, on a snap count, and then, and then go down and, and execute a drive like that really, to me, is a great sign of where we're at right now. It's kind of the ultimate momentum switch mm-hmm. in football. Like you said, here's a chance for a team that, to tie the game up. They're inside the five-yard line. You stop them, and then you turn around, and you go yeah. all the way the length of it. It just doesn't happen very often. But when you see it start to happen, you know that it's going to be one of those moments. Right, and, and you look back to some plays last year. Well, uh, and uh, I want to say in the Kent game right before the half, you know, Jordan fumbled or something they right. took it in for a touchdown we can remember Miami there was one where they picked one off and it went you know we we've had those go against us you know and it's kind of like now now you see us come up with plays um you know we we have a turnover you know in the first series and and yet we we find a way to work through that you know we made 
made a big play in special teams, which we haven't had a lot of those, you know. So those are the signs that, that really get you excited about where this group's going. And some of the guys that are making these plays are still very young players in our program. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a moment. But as we continue with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold on UB Football Insider here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, the key play on that momentum-changing drive, the 99-yard drive, was an outstanding read option, ball fake and keep by Drew Anderson on a 64-yard run. Beyond showing some nice speed, overall assess the performance of your backup quarterback in for the injured Tyree Jackson and the way that Drew handled himself in that game. Well, he handled himself extremely well, again, um, just like he did the second half against Florida Atlantic. Um, you know, you, you refer to that play, uh, made a great read, and then he showed his ability, and I, I think because... In so many ways, of when we look at what Tyree brings to our program, his size, his arm strength, his speed, everything that Drew does and does pretty well kind of gets overshadowed. And that's what happens many times as backup quarterback. But he has a good arm. He's extremely active. And he shows that he's faster than what people any. And he didn't just run and then look for somewhere to, to, to get out of bounds or get down. You know, he kept weaving through things, yeah. making things happen. And, and then actually probably showed as much emotion as you see him do sometimes. So uh, a big play of that drive and a big play for him. I You know, he started the game probably, uh, probably not quite exactly the way he wanted to. Uh, maybe that's what a week's worth of preparation is just getting thrown in does. But I thought he settled in nicely, and he did a great job and a great command of our offense. Yeah, that little celebration after the run was uh, rather prominent on social media yeah, amongst Bulls fans. <laughs> that, little, uh, that little gesture and celebration from Drew is kind of a cool moment. Yeah. Well, if Drew, wasn't one of, Drew was one of the stars, but one of the other stars was the guy who today was just named the Mid-American Conference Eastern Division Offensive Player of the Week, and that's running back Emmanuel Reed. 33 carries, 144 yards, and three touchdowns. 371 yards rushing in the last three games for Emmanuel wow. Reed, who didn't even play very much in the season. And that, you know, now that always leads me to the question, like, Coach, what were you hiding them from? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, and and I think we talked about that maybe a few weeks back. Is you know one of the disadvantages of of Andy Coldnicki uh, at you know probably first game of being the offensive coordinator, running back coach, and being in the press box was. You know, we, we kind of had a rotation set up that we were going to go with that first game and kind of get going and, and kind of think it was happening and there was a, you know, flow of game, lack of maybe some plays at times and just the whole thing. And the man who didn't play as much as we intended to play him, and that was on us and that was a coaching error and, and we tried to rectify it in the upcoming games because, again, Emmanuel showed it in, in camp and in ways that he has a, a, a great, you know, has that quickness and speed that he can make a difference in this offense. Yeah, he's been outstanding, and, and the last three games, they had the big plays and touchdowns, and now has a chance to go for four straight 100-yard games. The last UB player to do that was the guy who, who we get reminded of a lot when we watch Emmanuel, and that's Brandon Oliver. Big play in the game, maybe lost in a little bit of everything. Kobe Green, true freshman with a blocked punt that led mm -hmm. directly to one of Emmanuel touchdown, Emmanuel's touchdown. Beyond telling me what goes into figuring out how to block a punt, <laughs> he's one of those players we didn't know much about. And there's a group of them. Roy Baker, a redshirt freshman corner, had career high in tackles. Uh, there's been some guys on the offensive line. What, what leads you to decide that those guys are ready to play and, and then ready to contribute? Well, a lot of things go into it. And when you look at building a program, you... you you want to be 
short-sighted and helping the team immediately at the same time you're i'm trying to look into a crystal ball of whatever that may be and decide what you want to do for the future of of where you see the team three four five years from now and and how much is that player going to play one year versus maybe the fifth year but a guy like kobe when he came on campus and you know our strength and conditioning coaches get the chances to see him and watch him you know and then they they kind of give us you know who's kind of catching eyes and you know kobe is one of those from day one um you know was saying about one of the guys that you could you know just in movements and strength and and everything that he was doing he was going to have a chance to help us then we kind of just went through some you know uh Dwan Hilton got injured. Uh, Dev Lamore still off an injury. Um, you know, just some things that happened in the secondary that um, um, caused us to be a little shorthanded and, and especially started affecting special teams. And we just decided, uh, it was after the second game, that, you know what, we're, we're going to play Kobe. And uh, we're going to get him on special teams and get him going there and hopefully have a chance. We got him in late in the game. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a time and, when it could feel where we thought our safeties were playing too many snaps and hopefully we can rotate him in there and he can do some things he did a nice job elevating and kind of got himself in between two guys in the shield and got his hand on it and made a huge play it was a huge play uh kobe green one of three true freshmen that have played this year he's already worked himself onto the two deep that says an awful lot for a young player and that is a guy bulls fans can be excited about moving forward when we return with head coach lance leipold we will talk about a tough test for his team this weekend it's the western michigan broncos we'll break down the matchup we'll have our town bmw keys to the game when we return to santora's pizza pub and grill on transit road this is the ub football insider show from learfield you thought the closest you'd get to a ub football game was your big screen think again bulls fans get in safe and secure with ticketmaster the official ticketing partner of the university of buffalo save the suspense for the game not the gate know for sure that your tickets are 100 authentic guaranteed and ready for kickoff now there's nothing to keep you from seeing it live just go to ticketmaster.com search for ub football and be a part of the big game this meant that Town BMW leased a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $295 per month. Only $295 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love our town. Attention UB Bulls fans, students, alumni, and staff. Are you shopping for a mortgage? Call Premium Mortgage, the experts in home financing and the official mortgage lender of the UB Bulls. Premium Mortgage has local Western New York processing and underwriting and offers a large variety of financing options and competitive rates and terms. Call now to speak to one of their educated and experienced loan officers at 716-633-0501 or visit premiummortgage.com. 2150 Worley Drive, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14221. Equal housing lender, licensed mortgage banker, NYSDFS, NMLS number 92181. I rescued Toast from my shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Toast, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. 
Hi, I'm Tomer Dobrosavich, last season's winner of the hit show, The Biggest Loser. Start your own journey toward health and wellness by booking a stay at The Biggest Loser Resort Niagara. I've stayed there and it's amazing. They have world-class trainers, expert nutritionists, an award-winning spa, state-of-the-art fitness facilities, and their new independent health aquatic center. Call 888-945-6737 to book your stay at The Biggest Loser Resort Niagara and begin your own transformation. Call 888-945-6737 today. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Well, are you a fan of live music? Do you enjoy hanging out with friends and watching football? Who doesn't? Well, don't miss out on a chance to see Better Than Ezra, the local band, the Chicago Authority, and those are going to be playing at this season's UB Tailgates uh, parties. Purchase a VIP game day experience for just $36 and receive a VIP credential, game ticket, front of stage access, concession voucher, and more. For more information or to order tickets, call 877-UB-THERE. Better Than Ezra takes the stage on Saturday at 1.30 before the 3.30 kickoff between the Bulls and the Western Michigan Broncos. We continue UB Football Insider from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road, and it is time for our keys to the game. They are presented by Town BMW, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. Before we talk about this year's version of Western Michigan, Coach, just talk to me about what they were able to do last year in going 13-0, and winning the MAC, going to the Cotton Bowl, battling Wisconsin, how that helps the whole rise, the whole tide of the conference by rowing their boat to the Cotton Bowl. Like <laughs> well, I, I think it started at the beginning of the year and they beat two Big Ten teams in uh, non-conference play. I think it quickly got people's attention. I, I think athletically, what what PJ Fleck was able to do recruiting wise, and and it didn't take long for anyone to see that they they had some great prospects. Uh, um, even the year before the receiver that declared early. I mean, it's not often that players from this conference are going to True. declare early for the draft. And uh, so you could see what they what they were doing and building, and and it you know kind of came to uh, to a top there to to have a great season like they did. And, uh, you know, I said, you know, we, we had the opportunity to go there and play last year when, when College Game Day was there from ESPN, and it was a great environment. And, and I really thought for the first 25 minutes or so of the game, we played as hard and as well as we had played all year, and it was still late in the season. And then, then I think some of their athleticism and speed, did, you know, started to take over on us. All right, so they're a much different team this year. The coach, P.J. Fleck, is gone. Corey Davis, top 10 pick of the Tennessee Titans, gone. Their experienced quarterback, Zach Terrell, gone. So what's different? What have you seen from a Western team that's 3-2 and two so far this year? 1-0 and oh in the MAC. Boy, they battled USC in yeah. week number one, um, played Michigan State within two touchdowns, and then really rolled to a big win over Ball State 55-3 to three on Saturday. Well, you can see their team speed is still excellent. You know, I, I was able to catch a little bit of the USC game early and there's guys from Western running away from guys from USC at certain points of the game. So you can still see they still have great team speed, um, three excellent running backs, which they are going to work hard on establishing a run game and then utilizing their pass game with receivers and their tight ends a little bit more than, than a pass. But it's going to start, you know, really up front on both sides. You know, they're, they're excellent. We're, we're, it's going to be a physical ball game, and, 
And one I know our guys are excited about the challenge. Well, they do bring one of the most dynamic players, not just in the MAC, but in the country into this game. And yeah. I want you to talk a little bit and tell everybody what they're going to expect to see from Darius Phillips. He's a cornerback. He's an outstanding corner, but he's so much more than that. He is their kickoff returner, their punt returner. Already two touchdowns returned on kickoffs this year, averaging 41 yards mm-hmm. per return. Listen to this. In his career, five career kickoff return for touchdowns, four career interception returns for touchdown, and one punt return for touchdown. So that's 10 career touchdowns from a defensive player, and he clearly is on the NFL radar. What have you seen from him? How do you combat trying to stop a a dynamic player like that? Yeah, and I think he's got a... uh a fumble recovery strip that he that he took for a touchdown too, and I think they've used him a little bit this year as a in as a receiver to run reverses. And you know, you you know the defensive side of things, you just got to be aware that you you know. But we're we're going to run our pass game and do what we need to do. He's an excellent player. I think we played against some very good defensive backs last week, and we've seen some others as we've gone through the season. As a, from a coaching standpoint, if they're going to say he's our best corner, one of the best in the conference, we're going to match him up on the other team's best receiver, that would be Anthony Johnson. How yeah. do you as a coach combat what might be a, a really fun matchup to watch, but obviously you want to try to get your guys a little bit away from well, him? Well, it all depends on what they're going to do coverage-wise. I, I, you know, Whether they're going to play man all day, then they'll send him wherever we line up Anthony but if you watch uh, we're, we're going to line Anthony up in different places anyway uh, I haven't seen them do that uh, we, we've seen him play Phillips on the on the on what we call like a nub side the tight end side when there's just three receivers or so to the other side but if that's the case then that that's what it is and Anthony will have to rise to the occasion you know and you got to do other things I mean he's a good player um, yeah you know the, the the equally important thing is we've got to have gay, great coverage in our coverage units, our kick coverage, our punt coverage. Um, you know, we changed our punt coverage uh, from a, what would be like a pro-style punt with two guys spread out and, and, and a couple things with one person back protecting to a shield punt this year. And one of the reasons why most teams do it in college because you can release right away as opposed to the NFL where you have to wait for the ball to be punted and we can get down and cover better. So with that, we, we need to have better coverage against somebody like this. All right, final thing for Coach Lance Leipold here as we continue to get you ready for this Saturday's homecoming game against Western Michigan. I glanced quickly at the Mid-American Conference stats. Your team is number one in pass defense. They are number five in total defense. They are number two in scoring defense and overall number four in offense. And my question to you is, that shows a lot of balance to me, and I would think that's what makes a coach happy. You don't mind being number one in something, but you don't want to be in the bottom uh-huh. five in the other thing. So when I rattle those numbers off to you, uh-huh. does that tell you you're on the way to achieving what you want to achieve, which is a balanced offense and defense? Yeah, I think it does. Um, honestly, i got to tell you, it's the first time I've heard that, so um, I don't spend a lot of time looking at that, and this is the reason, Paul, is that, everybody's played somebody different right and, and if it's a you know the good time for me to when when i like looking at stats if they're conference only stats and if you play everybody in your conference because then you know how you're matching up against people it's hard in non-conference you know whether you play an army or whether you play you know uh, washington state that might yeah, throw it 70 yeah times, so so right? those things you know they can get skewed and everywhere but but what you're talking about is where were we even a year ago to where we're at now and the progress that we've made the consistency and balance that we've been able to show and uh 
you know, we've made great strides, but as we talked today, we, we've got to get better in some things. We need to tackle better. We need to do some things offensively a little more consistent. And the great thing is our guys are excited on Monday to take a look at it and own that and keep going. Those are good things from where we're at right now. I hope we're talking two, three, four, seven weeks from now about the same thing that we're hanging in there in the same spot in this conference. All right. I, when we have a bigger body of work, we will revisit that. How about that? that That's my great. deal for you. Well, thanks to Coach Leipold for our town BMW keys to the game. Again, the Bulls and the very good Western Michigan Broncos should be a great game on Saturday. It's a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium. Stampede Square opens up at 12.30, better than Ezra on the concert stage at 1.30. Coach, good luck. Should be a lot of fun. Keep this winning yep. streak going. Appreciate it, Paul. It's three in a row on the winning streak looking for four we'll get the player perspective on how things have gone this season when we return bulls tight end tyler mabry is our guest today we're at santora's pizza pub and grill on transit road it's buffalo's original pizzeria and this is ub football insider from learfield this is buffalo's home for espn radio 1520 a.m wwkb buffalo On fall Saturdays, there's no better place to take in a Bulls football game than the Geshevitz Club. The Geshevitz Club provides Bulls fans with an unparalleled setting in which to experience a football game day at UB Stadium. Featuring club and lodge seating, premium parking, complimentary food and beverage service, and so much more. To reserve your seat in the Geshevitz Club, call us at 716-645-6867. Go Bulls! Attention Bulls fans now introducing the latest and greatest addition to UB Athletics, the TriPoint team of Keller Williams Realty. The TriPoint team serves the Western New York community with buying, selling, and investing in real estate. For all of your real estate needs, call the TriPoint team, the MVPs of real estate at 716-398-4425 or visit ubbulls.com slash TriPoint team. The TriPoint team, the official real estate partners of the UB Bulls. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $295 per month. Only $295 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. The Learfield Directors' Cup honors the nation's best overall collegiate athletic program in each division, men's and women's sports. The prestigious award continues its reign as the crowning achievement in college athletics, noting the remarkable efforts of student athletes and their institutions. To follow your favorite team, like us on Facebook, find us at USA Today online and on Twitter at ldirectorscup.com. Over two decades of excellence, the Learfield Directors' Cup. Bulls fans, come hungry to Stampede Square this year and be sure to visit the newest addition to the tailgating experience for 2017. Food Truck Row will be located next to the tailgate concert series for the first four UB football home games and will include Lloyd Taco Truck, the Cheesy Chick Food Truck, the Flaming Fish Food Truck, as well as the always popular Big Blue Food Truck. Food Truck Row will also add to the best tailgating in the MAC, which will also include live music, inflatables, and more. So come early and hungry to UB Stadium this season. We are busy bodies, and injuries can happen at any time. 
when they do, UB OrthoCare is ready with urgent expert care from UBMD Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. UB OrthoCare is faster and more specialized than the ER for orthopedic evaluation, care, and recovery. For bones, joints, muscles, and concussions, why trust anybody else? Extended hours in Orchard Park, Amherst, and Niagara Falls. UB OrthoCare from UBMD Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Dedicated to keeping busy bodies busy. Hey, Bulls fans, skip the lines and go mobile. Get the most flexible ticket option for UB fans. You choose the number of tickets, the date, and the event. For more information, visit ubbulls.com slash mobilepass. My name is Paul Peck. I am the voice of Bulls football, and we continue UB Football Insider from here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. We are getting you ready for Saturday's homecoming game against Western Michigan. It's a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium, and we are pleased to welcome in for our player segment, Bulls sophomore tight end Tyler Mabry from Ypsilanti, Michigan. So this one got to be a little special for you. Right there you go, Tyler, getting a nice round of applause. A little special for you to go up against a Michigan school like this? Yes, sir. Yeah, that you get a little more fired up for this one? Yes, I got a lot of family and friends coming. All right, well, that is good to know. So we're going to talk football a little bit with Tyler in our next segment. We want to get everybody to know who that guy, number 81, making all those big plays is out on the field. Um, you know, you played a little bit last year, but this is really your first year as a starter. Have you kind of settled into that? Have you settled into what it means to be a starting tight end in major college football? Yes, sir, I am just... Um, watching Mason Strike last year, he put me where I'm at right now. And just a blessing where I'm at. You also had the benefit of being around Matt Weiser two years mm -hmm. ago as well, too. So now you've played against, you played with guys that have both had a shot in the NFL. How much did you learn? How much did you sort of soak in from those two guys? I soaked in a lot, honestly. Like this summer, I was working with Matt Weiser, working on routes, how to get off linebackers, get hands inside on blocking everything from them you have such a, it's such an interesting challenge to be a tight end because you have to be as much 50 percent of a pass receiver and 50 percent of a blocker those are two pretty difficult tasks to master you're being asked to kind of do both of them i like that a lot because everybody want to be a pass catcher you know nobody want to block get the uh, get the hands dirty so I like to do both. All right. Well, that is good to know. All right. A little bit about Tyler. He grew up in Ypsilanti, Michigan, which is uh, not far from Detroit and certainly really the next town over from Ann Arbor where the University of Michigan is. What was it like growing up in Ypsilanti, sort of in the shadow of uh, the big house there? It was great. I liked it a lot, honestly. I got a lot of great friends growing up. Still contact them now. Um, what you know is is everything kind of dominated a little bit by the University of Michigan when you live that close? Honestly, it is. I did a lot of fundraisers at the Big House. So I watched a couple of games. Tell everybody what it's like if they haven't had the chance to go see a game in the Big House. What that experience is oh, like? Oh, it's a great experience. Yeah, it's just a lot of fans. Overwhelming with the amount of yeah, people. College isn't football. It? Yeah, it is a perfect college football uh, setting. All right, so then you make the big decision. Uh, halfway through your high school career to pack up and go to Florida to play high school at the IMG Academy, which, if people haven't heard about it, really is kind of a college football training ground. It's a place where you really immerse yourself, not only in your schoolwork, but in football. What led to the decision, Tyler? It was honestly my best friend, KJ Osborne. He kept, like, just nagging me, nagging me. Because I, I was a basketball player before a football player. I was so in love with basketball. But I knew if I want to make it to college, get a uh, full-ride scholarship, I got to play football. 
So, of course, K.J. Osborne, your current Bulls teammate and the Bulls' second-leading wide receiver right now. So the two of you guys are playing together in Ypsilanti. Then you both decide to go. And, and I'll ask you in a moment about coming here together as well, too. But what was the experience like to go down there to IMG Academy where your head coach was former Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback Chris Wanky, um, and, and you've got some of the best players in the country all there together? It was a great experience, honestly. Like my receiver coach, Easy Green, he played at Florida State. Um, one of my best friends, DeAndre Francois, Florida State. I got a lot of great friends. And uh, another dude, Miami, uh, Tyree St. Louis, right tackle. Like, great experience. You meet some great dudes, a lot of connections. Right, and you learn from all those guys because, I mean, as you mentioned, DeAndre Francois, until he gets hurt, was the starting quarterback at Florida State, right? I mean, how much can you kind of pick up from being around such high-level players? You pick up a lot, honestly. You just pick up more of the game. When I went down there, when I played at uh, Isaiah Lincoln, I didn't know so much about football, but when I went to IMG, it was a different level that you had to pick up on fast. What was the biggest difference? What was the biggest shock or jolt to go from High school in Ypsilanti to playing at IMG. Oh, Florida speed. Mm -hmm. It was fast, fast, fast. You had to catch on quick. Right. So, so that sort of taught you to get things moving a lot quicker, didn't it? Yes, sir. All right. So you and KJ are there. You have a lot of success. Your team, uh, ten and one, one season, ranked number one in Florida. So then, now here comes the college offers and the opportunity for you to go play at college. Was it determined that you and KJ were going to go to the same place together? Honestly, not at first. Not at first. We thought we were going to go our separate ways, but the way God had it set up, we ended up in the same place. Right. So how did that all kind of come about, that, that you're together and then you're going to go apart and then you wind up here together again? It's just funny, honestly. We didn't think we was going to be together, but then we just started talking about it. Coach I was a big part, too, while I'm here, so it all worked out. Right. So you guys kind of – and, and that has to help you a lot. I mean, going to college is, is a big deal for anybody, whether you're a football player or not. How much have you leaned on KJ to just kind of get yourself through learning Buffalo, learning college football, learning what it takes, time management, all those things? Honestly, it was great having him right next to me because when we registered, it was kind of hard because we didn't play at first, but we know we motivate each other every day. Now we're here. You lean on each other, uh, yes, during, particularly during that redshirt year? Yes, sir. A little bit of complaining to each other, too, yeah. why you, you should be playing, right? I know every football player says that. We're talking with Bulls sophomore tight end Tyler Mabry, a native of Ypsilanti, Michigan, certainly ready to uh, to throw a little revenge back at the home state Western Michigan Broncos on Saturday. All right, Tyler, as we wrap up this segment, we're going to talk some football in our second segment. You are a communications major at UB, so that tells me someday you want my job, and that's perfectly fine. Right? Is that is that what you're trying to work for right now? Yes, sir. Uh, athletic director. Athletic director. So you're not necessarily looking to get into broadcasting or anything per se. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, but guess what? You got some skills for that, and I think you'd be pretty good at it. So we're going to let you make your broadcasting debut here. I am going to let you take us to commercial. Here he comes. It's the broadcasting debut of Tyler Mabry. This is UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. You thought the closest you'd get to a UB football game was your big screen? Think again. Bulls fans, get in safe and secure with Ticketmaster, the official ticketing partner of the University of Buffalo. Save the suspense for the game, not the gate. Know for sure that your tickets are 100% authentic, guaranteed, and ready for kickoff. Now there's nothing to keep you from seeing it live. Just go to Ticketmaster.com, search for UB football, and be a part of the big game. 
The UB football team returns to UB Stadium Saturday, October 7th in a matchup versus defending MAC champions Western Michigan University, presented by Town BMW. Kickoff is at 3.30 p.m., but the excitement starts three hours earlier right inside Stampede Square with family fun entertainment and a concert by alternative rock band Better Than Ezra. It's the annual homecoming game, so wear your blue and white and come cheer on your Bulls on October 7th. For tickets and more info, call 877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $295 per month. Only $295 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love, love our town. town. Attention Bulls fans now introducing the latest and greatest addition to UB Athletics, the TriPoint team of Keller Williams Realty. The TriPoint team serves the Western New York community with buying, selling, and investing in real estate. For all of your real estate needs, call the TriPoint team, the MVPs of real estate at 716-398-4425 or visit ubbulls.com slash TriPoint team. The TriPoint team, the official real estate partners of the UB Bulls. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Look at that mouth, that poor, parched mouth. What'd you eat for lunch, chalk dust? Did your face storm a sandcastle? You're being awfully quiet. Is that because your mouth feels like the business end of a Dremel saw? Is it because your mouth just wrote a haiku and all 17 syllables were dry heaves? Right now, your mouth could be tongue bathing in the refreshing citrus kick of Mountain Dew. Instead, it feels like you've been motorboating King Tut's sarcophagus. Show some mercy. Crack open a nice cold Mountain Dew. <sighs> you know your mouth wants you to. Do the Dew. Welcome back to UB Football Insider. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. No better place to come hang out, particularly with more amazing Western New York weather. Come on tonight. Watch the Monday night football game between the Chiefs and the Redskins on the big 20-foot screen out on the patio or any of the screens inside Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. We continue with Bulls tight end Tyler Mabry as we get you ready for a big one on Saturday against the defending Mid-American Conference champions, the Western Michigan Broncos. Tyler, I was thinking a little bit that, you know, you guys played pretty well for a while against Western Michigan last year out there in Kalamazoo, and, and then they wind up going to the win, the shutout win. I'm curious, and I and I would think that you maybe are too, is kind of measuring how much better you guys are now. How much have you guys improved from a year ago? And we'll kind of find that out on Saturday. What what are you looking for? What do you what do you think your this team is better at? And what do you think maybe Western Michigan might be surprised if they're thinking what they remembered from last year? From the offense point, sure, we're playmakers. We yep. all are. That's the one thing we wrote, uh, wrote, uh, wrote down in the offseason. We all want to be playmakers and play for each other. We all, everybody, you see everybody making plays. Zach LaFay right behind me, 
tone, receiver, everybody making plays. That's what we're just playing for each other. Well, you've been making plenty of them as well, too. Six receptions, 124 yards. That's a 25-yard per catch average in the last three games. You've had a 58-yard catch. You've had a 28-yard catch, a big 13-yarder last week. Um, this is all stuff that you felt like you knew you could do. You're just waiting for the opportunity, right? Yeah, you've got to wait. Um, how much does it help that, like you said, you can spread the ball around to different players? I mean, the team uses six receivers pretty steadily. Um, does that make it easier for teams not to key on who to stop? Honestly, yes, because you've got to have the defense on their heels at all times. Because they don't know if we're going to run it because we have a good offensive line. we got two great quarterbacks. They never know what we're going to be up to. Some of your big plays, I think, have come because there's been so much focus put on some of the wide receivers that they either match you up with a linebacker, which I know you can beat every day of the week, um, or they just kind of forget about you a little bit. I feel like that 58-yarder you had against Colgate was somewhat like that. Yeah, it was a temple. They wasn't ready. Right, they weren't ready. Do you do you know that's coming? Do you feel like you can see when a play like that is starting to emerge for yourself? Honestly, from watching the film, Coach K has ready. Like he already has uh, the play set up. That's what we love about tempos because he just have them not ready. You really like that up tempo, going right to the line, running plays like that. Yes, because you can catch people a little bit. Um, when you're spending a whole week in the in the film room and on the practice field, do you go into some games knowing that there's going to be some plays for you or some opportunities that if the coverage matches up right that you're going to have a chance? Yes, sir. Like uh, the last uh, one of the catches I caught last game was a stick. I knew I was going to catch. I was too excited. <laughs> I could have broke a tackle, but I was just all ready to catch the ball. That's great. Speaking of Bulls tight end, Tyler Mabry, who has really emerged as a weapon in the Bulls offense this year. Well, you brought it up, and I want to ask you about your backup, Zach LaFave. He gets his first catch and his first touchdown all in the same game. Um, what was he? What was going through his mind? Did you have to calm him down a little bit after all that? No, nah, he was ready. He was always ready. He was like, man, I'm ready to get my targets. I'm like, your time's coming. You just got to wait. You got to be patient. <laughs> you had to learn a lot of patience, too, did yourself, didn't you? How mm-hmm. hard was that? It wasn't that hard because I've been patient my whole life. Like, just going from IMG. We had so many playmakers on that team. You never knew because we, we always ran a clock up because we always scored on people. So everybody got their share of time. Speaking with Bulls tight end Tyler Mabry, okay, you got the Western Michigan Broncos coming in. We talked about it briefly a moment ago, um, but they've they played really well. They almost, they, boy, they can't almost beat USC, right? That opens up some people's eyes. What have you seen a little bit in some of the early game tape that you've looked at? Um, Coach and I talked an awful lot about Darius Phillips. I don't know whether you'll have to deal too much with him. That'll probably be Anthony Johnson's problem or situation. But what are you seeing from Western Michigan's defense, and are there some things that you guys can do? We can do a lot against them. They run a 4-3. I'm paying attention mostly to the D-line and linebackers, how I'm going to block them, I'm going to run past them, everything. Right. Well, you know what? We've been talking about you catching the ball, but i got to ask you about your blocking because what Emmanuel Reed has done with three straight 100-yard games doesn't happen if you and the rest of the offensive line aren't blocking for him. What's Emmanuel like to block for, and do you sometimes lose sight of him like we do? <laughs> I love blocking for you, man, because he's one of the dudes I redshirted with. So we always talk about patience. I'm always telling him, your time's coming. I told him right before the game, your time's coming. He scored three touchdowns. Uh, are you surprised at all about what he's been able to do here? No, we knew this was coming. All I tell him every time, I'm going to block for you. Just find out who. Uh, is there something that you have to do as a blocker to sort of get more comfortable with a running back in his style? No, no, honestly. Just knock that guy out of the way, right? Yeah, go and block. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple to do, isn't it? So, so give me a sense of, and I know we've enjoyed having a chance to see the post-game locker room celebrations the last couple of weeks, and they're nuts and they're wild. And please go on the social media and ubbulls.com and check those out. But what's it like to be in the middle of them? Um, what kind of joy is that to have those moments? It's a great feeling. 
Like we were just talking like the other day on the bus, like we're three and two, should be five and zero. Oh. It's just it's just great to be winning. Yeah, it really does feel good, doesn't it? Are you getting a sense to people around campus and people in the community? And a lot of people I know have come up to you here and want to talk to you at Santoris. Are you getting the sense that people are starting to notice and pay a little attention to what's yeah, going on? A lot of people are starting to notice. People come up to me during class, during the hallways, saying good game, good luck. It's a great film. All right, so now as we wrap things up with you, Tyler, tell everybody why absolutely they have to be there on Saturday for the homecoming game against Western. Oh, it's going to be a great game playing the uh, conference champs. This is going to be great. All right. It'll be a great game. Hey, Tyler, keep up the good work. Congratulations on the start to the season. We're excited to see you being a big part of the Bulls' offense. No, thank you. Tyler Mabry is the Bulls' sophomore tight end. He wears number 81, and he is certainly a guy that you're going to want to keep your eyes on, and Western Michigan's going to want it do, to do that too. When we come back for our final segment here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road, we'll take our weekly trip around the MAC and get you all the details you need to know about Saturday's game against the Broncos. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. From U Sports to the NFL, A Turf Synthetic Grass Fields are helping athletes have fun and perform at their peak. More than 30 Western New York schools and over 400 schools nationwide call A Turf their home field. It's what the UB Bulls play on and the Buffalo Bills too. A Turf Titan has the highest safety rating and the longest warranty. A Turf, optimal performance for athletes, superior value for owners. Learn more at aturf.com. The UB football team returns to UB Stadium Saturday, October 7th in a matchup versus defending MAC champions, Western Michigan University, presented by Town BMW. Kickoff is at 3.30 p.m., but the excitement starts three hours earlier right inside Stampede Square with family fun entertainment and a concert by alternative rock band Better Than Ezra. It's the annual homecoming game, so wear your blue and white and come cheer on your Bulls on October 7th. For tickets and more info, call 877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. Attention UB Bulls fans, students, alumni, and staff. Are you shopping for a mortgage? Call Premium Mortgage, the experts in home financing and the official mortgage lender of the UB Bulls. Premium Mortgage has local Western New York processing and underwriting and offers a large variety of financing options and competitive rates and terms. Call now to speak to one of their educated and experienced loan officers at 716-633-0501 or visit premiummortgage.com. 2150 Worley Drive, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14221. Equal housing lender, licensed mortgage banker, NYSDFS, NMLS number 92181. As the University of Buffalo's technology solutions provider, Comdoc worked together with UB to develop a comprehensive program that lowers overall printing costs by consolidating print resources and implementing initiatives that reduce waste. Choose the winning team and visit Comdoc.com or call 716-689-0202 to see how Buffalo's premier technology solutions provider can help you optimize your workflow. Shotgun snap on third down. Tyree going to fire deep downfield. Caught Mabry at the 40, 35, 30-yard line, 20-yard line, and tackled inside the 15-yard line. Tyler Mabry, the tight end, with a big gainer all the way down to the 14-yard line. 
And that was Tyler Mabry's 58-yard catch against Colgate, one of the big highlights of the season. We thank Tyler for being our guest in the last couple of segments, and I have the feeling that might not be the last time we talk about Tyler Mabry with a big, long catch like that. My name is Paul Peck, and we're wrapping up UB Football Insider from here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Again, want to remind you the UB football team is home on Saturday, October 7th, this Saturday, when they host the defending MAC champions, Western Michigan. Kickoff is at 3.30, but the excitement starts in Stampede Square when it opens at 12.30, and then Better Than Ezra takes the stage at Stampede Square for their pregame concert at 1.30. We wrap up our show as we do every week with University of Buffalo Assistant Athletic Director for Communications, John Fuller, to take us a little bit around the MAC. And John, uh, give us a little sense of where the Bulls win over Kent State Falls on the history charts. Yeah, it was a great win for the Bulls. Uh, opening up, the last time the Bulls opened up with a um, conference opening win on the road was 2010 at Bowling Green. So you know, it's been a long time since the Bulls were able to go on the road and win a conference opener. So it was uh, another um, you know, another uh, good sign for this program. Three wins in a row, first time since that nice stretch during the 2015 season two years ago. I think that was a, the, 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 that would be the next four wins in a row stretch as well, too, was it not? Well, they, won three, they won three that year, four in a row, I think back to 2013, and obviously the bowl season. So hopefully uh, we can win four in a row and, and kind of mirror what the 2013 team did because obviously that was, that was a great season. Yeah, and then uh, the MAC uh, got you some good news today by uh, honoring uh, Emmanuel Reed with a nice award. Yeah, Emmanuel Reed, a MAC East uh, Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, it's third straight 100-yard uh, game, one for 144 yards and three touchdowns against Kent State. You know, it, he's the first player since Jordan Johnson in 2015 to run for 100 yards in two in his first two starts. No player in the history of uh, UB in the history of the UB program during during the FBS era since 1999 has run for over 100 yards in their first three career starts. So we'll see if we can do that on Saturday. Now, Brandon Oliver did have four consecutive 100-yard games, so that would that would be the next yeah, target actually, Anthony for Emmanuel, Taylor, right? Anthony, Anthony Taylor, Taylor as well? Anthony Taylor had four in a row in 2014. I believe Bo had it at seven in a row in 2013. Sounds so, about uh, right. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Sounds too. about right for the all-time leading rusher in university at Buffalo history. Okay, anything jump out at you from the MAC? action from this past weekend as we uh, take a look at the MAC scoreboard, a mix of sort of non-conference and conference games. Yeah, once again, you know, uh, the Mid-American Conference showing up pretty good in uh, in non-conference games. Ohio with a shootout win in Massachusetts, 58-50. to But, you know, look at that Eastern Michigan team. Eastern Michigan, you know, they're only going to Kentucky, only losing 24-20. You know, I, I think uh, Coach Creighton's got, has done a nice job with that program there. Um, you know, and then obviously, uh, you know, Northern Illinois, who the Bulls will face in two weeks, you know, after knocking off Nebraska a few weeks ago, went out, flew cross country to play San Diego State, who's ranked 19th in the country, and only lost by six points. So they're, they're, they're a really good squad. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that game after uh, we returned from the Kent State game, and they look very good. They're, they're a very good defensive special teams and run-the-ball kind of team. Northern Illinois going to be another tough test. All right, let's take a look at this week's max schedule. It's all conference play now. Lots of crossover games between the two divisions. Which games jump out at you? Yeah, well, I think I just mentioned Eastern Michigan. Eastern, uh, Toledo hosts Eastern Michigan. And that's going to be a really good test. You know, both teams out in the West. Um, as for the East, it, mostly all crossover games. There's only one um, only one game in, in the East of just East opponents that Bulls fans are going to want to look at you know, with Bowling Green playing Miami. I mean, obviously, you know, these, you know, as a UB fan, I mean, you want to kind of root for 
the West to beat the East, obviously, to kind of help the Bulls' chances. The Bulls are 1-0 right now in the East, and, you know, obviously, I have a good chance as anybody to, to represent the East Division in the Mid-American Conference came in any game in December. So if you're a fan of the Bulls, you want to be rooting for some of those uh, West, West Division teams here during these crossover games. Yeah, and, of course, it's the Western Michigan Broncos that are going to be here. Uh, you know, from your perspective and, and, again, part of your duties here is to get the word out on all the good things that happen in the MAC. How much did Western Michigan's run last year help all of you guys sort of open people's eyes to what the MAC's all about? It was huge because it's, it's a, it, it, you know, unfortunately a lot of times there are still fans that aren't sure you know, what conference the Bulls play, the Mid-American Conference. Well, who's in that conference? Well, now they know. When, when you see a team like Western Michigan go out, you know, run the table, win the conference, go to the, go to the Cotton Bowl and, and put up a good performance there. And Northern, Northern Illinois did it a couple of years ago playing in the Orange Bowl. So it's just it just really, uh, you know, it's great pub for the league, and that obviously is a good pub for us. All right, John, appreciate the time. Thank you very much. 3.30 Saturday, it's the Bulls and the Western Michigan Broncos. Make sure you're there. should be a great game, great weather, a lot of fun. Bulls going for four wins in a row. We thank you for joining us here at San Tours Pizza Pub and Grill for UB Football Insider from Learfield. On the UB Sports Network, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners, Ad Pro Sports, New Era Cap, by WGRZ Channel 2, by Town BMW, Comdoc, Nike, and by Pepsi. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the UB Sports Network.